Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. Well, I hope you've been enjoying those Christmas carols. This is the day that is all carols. Well, today, as we have lit the Christ candle, I want to acknowledge the role that light plays in the story of Advent. When Jesus says in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 12, that he is the light of the world, and those that follow him will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, he knows that the picture that he is painting is one that is stooped in history. Because people had been lighting candles in a symbolic way well before his birth. It's nothing new. As an example, we see that in Exodus chapter 27, verse 20 to 21, hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, the people of Israel were commanded by God to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning. This was significant symbolism a sign that God is present and is at work among them. Besides offering a meditation on light, candles are traditionally made of beeswax, fact of the day. According to history, the pure wax extracted by bees from flowers symbolizes the pure flesh of Christ received from his virgin mother. The, The wick signifies the soul of Christ and the flame represents his divinity. The requirement to use candles that are, at the very least, partially made with beeswax is still present in parts of the church on account of this ancient symbolism. We don't do it so much here. In fact, candles that we have here are, let's be honest, are plastic. And so when Jesus talks about being light, those who were listening to him knew exactly what he was talking about. So today, light is used for all sorts of things beyond symbolism. Caleb, you might want to think about light. What are a couple of ways that you've used light in your life to make a difference in the way you live? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. I remember when I was in Australia, actually, and I had gone into Ikea and thought, what am I going to get my wife as I come home? And decided that I'd get her this great gift, didn't have a whole lot of money, and decided, you know what? I found this amazing candle. It was huge. It was massive. And I thought, my wife loves candles. She's going to love this. Uh, she likes to light them. It, it lights up our whole house and uh, sets that romantic mood. And, and, and what I did was I went and bought this giant candle for $10. Mm-hmm. What a bargain. I Who doesn't it. love a good bargain, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I get it home and, and she looks at it and, and, and this... Uh, this candle comes out and I'm like, oh, she's going to absolutely love it. And she goes, what? Why did you get me that? What is the purpose of this candle? And you don't realize that the difference that candles and lights make in our lives, right? You know, we just had a, uh, a blackout just recently and we used that very candle mm-hmm. and, and it was able to light up the whole space for us. And it was so great. We were able to actually play some board games in the middle of this darkness, in the middle of this moment where light had been taken away from us in this blackout. And uh, and it was great. And so I look back to that and go, yes, I can't believe uh, that that candle actually worked, even though Rachel didn't necessarily love it all that much. Mm-hmm. Tell us, Grant, what about you? What are some moments for, for you? 
Well, when you think about uh, technology, you think about how lights has kind of invaded our lives. For most of us, we have smartphones and they have a torch on them, right? And I used the torch on my phone recently when something was stuck in my waste disposal at home and I had to get under the sink and I had to disconnect some of the pipes and I had to get my phone in there. Um, and then recently I wondered if I needed a filling and so Joe got my phone with my torch and poked it into my mouth. So we use light to make all of these basic functions in our lives. But it's also true that when Jesus says that he is the light of the world, that makes a huge difference to how we understand who we are and what God has done for us. So Caleb, when we think about Jesus as light of the world, how has his light made a difference in your life? Yeah, love that. That's so good. How has Jesus been the light in my life? Well, that's a great question. We all have those difficult, dark moments in our lives. It doesn't matter who we are. And as I reflect on this season alone with my family moving to the North Shore here of Auckland, uh, from the other side, uh, so much uncertainty uh, that we faced and moving to this new place. And uh, yet there were so many unknowns. And I remember not knowing what it would be like, what this new area would be like, what the community would be like. I knew nothing about it. None of my life had been involved in this, and yet we were uprooting our whole family and moving. And I remember John 8 verse 12 ringing true for us where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. And I, I remember as I lived apart from my family for a month, while I started this new job and we had no home uh, to live in uh, on the shore here and my family lived back in uh, at the other side of Auckland, this darkness and uncertainty, it, it continued for us. Yet the light in the dark for me was when a couple from our church, Alan and Heather, who let us come and live with them for uh, the month and, and you let uh, my family stay with you as well. Uh, and the light in the dark was the kindness that was shown to me by the youth leaders in this place or my work colleagues. And once we'd found a place, I had 10 youth leaders come and, and show up unexpectedly to help us put everything into our house to move in. That to me was the light of Jesus at work in my life. I remember becoming parents for the first time and facing some very dark moments, yet Jesus coming into those moments with me, sitting alongside me going, I am with you, Caleb. And that was so significant for me. What about you, Grant? What are some moments that you've experienced the light of Jesus in your world? Yeah, well, I think you're correct when we talk about maybe the dark moments of life. And I think for me, when I've gone through periods of grieving in the mm. last few years, we've kind of you know, lost people in our family, lost friends, and it's been some pretty dark times. And I don't know how you do it without Jesus as being the light in that situation, giving us some hope. Um, and I think even as a pastor for myself, uh, you know, in a career change, it was Jesus that pointed that way, that's given me hope and enables me to, to do what I do. And so that light just continually shines through, particularly when times are a little bit tough. So what would you say, Caleb? I mean, this Christmas, 2022, it's been a tough few years. What would you say about Jesus' light of the world and, and people's lives? Yeah, yeah. well, before Jesus actually says, I am the light, he actually comes in, in, in verse 1, uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 1, he says, I am the light of the world. Uh, that, that he actually is coming to be fully human, even though he remains fully God, into this dark and messy world. He becomes the light. 
William MacDonald writes, to follow Jesus means to believe in him. Many people have uh, mistaken that for uh, to be living with Jesus without ever having to be born again. To follow Jesus means to come to him in repentance, to trust in the Lord as your savior. Those who do that under his guidance are clear and have a bright hope and focus beyond the grave. Christmas is a time exactly for that. Reflecting on the bright hope that is Jesus. No matter what is going on, no matter what our situations say or look like, Jesus is the bright hope in our darkness. I remember reading a fable as a kid that a king challenging his three children to prove who would be the one to get the throne. He gives each of them a gold coin and says to them, I want you to fill all the rooms in the castle. The first child goes and gets a bunch of feathers and and can't quite manage to fill each and every room. The second child goes and gets a a flute player to come and, and they can't quite get the music to go to the top of the tallest tower. And then the third decides that they will go and get candles and, and put light right throughout the, the, the castle and, and, and all of a sudden the light permeates this place. And I love this imagery because it, it reminds me of going, what is it that we are allowing to impact and change our lives? What are we filling our castle, our lives with? Is it the, the physical things like those feathers? Is it the the sounds of this world like the flute player or those that would speak into our lives? Or or is it the the light that Jesus brings as he comes into our lives? Mm. Jesus is the light and the dark in this world. Mm. Notice at the beginning of John in chapter 8, we find the significant moment. A woman who is experiencing a very dark time. She is about to be put to death. Yet the redemption of Jesus and the hope that his light brings changes everything. This Christmas day, as we remember this, we too have the choice to step into the light that Jesus offers us. Will you give your life? Will you trust in the light that makes a difference in the darkness this Christmas? And our hope is that you might allow the light of Jesus into your life. Maybe you might want to light a candle. Many of you probably do have candles in your home. Maybe light one and lots of people put it in the middle of their Christmas lunch or their Christmas dinner, a reminder of Jesus. And we will just encourage you to say, maybe you haven't invited Jesus into your life before. Well, Jesus is the light of the world. He shines in the darkness. And we would confess from our own stories and the things that we've shared that that's made a difference to the way that we live. And we would love to invite all of us to do that again, even if we've done that many times, to to keep doing that. We would love to keep in touch with you about your journey towards Jesus, if this is something that's new for you. Uh, There'll be a a link on the screen right now, and you can just email us or message us. However it's going to work for you, we would love you to know more about Jesus as light of the world. And as we finish out our Christmas Day service today, we're going to listen to a song. I guess it kind of summarizes the whole thing. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And we know that song, we know it so well. It's an ancient hymn that we sing every year at Christmas time. But that is the truth. Jesus, when he says, I have come, I am am the light of the world, brings joy to us. And it enables us to get through all the challenges that life brings us. So we hope you've enjoyed 
sharing Christmas Day with us. We hope you might enjoy listening to the song, opening your hearts and allowing the joy of Jesus to be with you. Hey, thanks for joining us today. It's been great to share Christmas Day with you. We wish you all the very best for this festive season as we celebrate Jesus. God bless. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz, and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.